some great games in week six and some surprising upsets as well. Who's even good in the NFL right now? I know there's two teams for sure that are really good, both winners in week six. We got to talk about the Bills and the Chiefs thriller. And of course, Sunday night football, the Eagles over the Dallas Cowboys and uh, some other teams with some big surprising wins and some teams that we've got to start taking a little bit more seriously, Matt. Coming up on today's Peacock. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson bring you expert NFL analysis every day in less than 30 minutes. Get an inside look into the NFL on the field and in the front office. With elite breakdowns, next level analysis, and in-depth information only for the real NFL fans. This is Peacock and Williamson, and it starts now. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock alongside Matt Williamson. Thanks for making us your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of PNW is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on that entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked up. Matt, Bills, Chiefs, I think it lived up to the billing. Maybe not as many points as a lot of people expected, but it was Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills that defeated the Kansas City Chiefs 24 20. The Bills improved to 5 and 1 on the season. The Kansas City Chiefs fall to 4 and 2 on the year now. And I saw an interesting stat after the game that the that Josh Allen is the first starting quarterback to have beaten the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City since 2017, twice? Wow. That seems hard to believe. They do play division. Yeah, right, right. I mean, they played the Chargers and Raiders, you know. How many times have they played Derek Carr? And he hasn't played it. (laughs) Right. That's a pretty long stretch. Um, Maybe Herbert one day will be next, you know. I mean, boy, I mean, really strive to get the two wins in Kansas City. It's not that great of an accomplishment over a career, but right. anyway, it's also it, it illustrates how difficult it is to win in Kansas City against that team and that quarterback. And it's already been a tough, you know, it's always been a tough place to play. So, a uh, huge win for the Buffalo Bills Sunday. Yeah, I mean, the definition of a heavyweight fight. I couldn't help but watch this and think, this is great. Whoever wins is going to have you know uh, the leg up for home field advantage in the AFC. But the, the big one is still yet to come, you know, just like last year. I mean, they played in the regular season and then, you know, the Chiefs won the one that mattered most. Not to downplay what we saw. Um, these teams are really, really impressive. And they are definitely two of the really good teams, along with the Eagles. After that, I think it gets murky. Uh, the Bills won the turnover battle. They ran the football better. And they, they, they switched some things up, too. You know, like we saw Dime out there. They, they, I, I saw that they dropped eight into coverage a high percentage of the time. These are things the Bills just don't do, you know. So they, they did throw some curveballs at the Chiefs. I also think the Bills' D is better than Kansas City's. But uh, I got to admit, I mean, and this isn't breaking news, but, like, my team's in the AFC, and I hope I have this upstart quarterback. But, I mean, if I have Lamar or Burrow, I still have a clear disadvantage against these two guys, you know, <laughs> these guys are on another level and it's another so fun level. to watch and it's so fun to watch. And uh, I think that's why all these teams in the AFC loaded up on pass rushers. And how big was right. the addition for the bills of Von Miller? Cause if Great you're going to rush four, yeah. you got to try to get home Two really big sacks in this game from Von Miller. That has been a massive 
addition for that football team. And they still have, don't have Tredavious White back yet either. So, um, man, uh, you have to really like where the Bills are right now. I, I don't, and I like what you said about running the ball. Like, they, yeah, they, yeah. they didn't want this to be another, you know, 45 to 44 game. They wanted it to be 24 to 20. They they were trying to pound the rock with Devin Singletary, and uh, he got 17 carries in this one. Josh Allen carried the ball another 12 times, but clearly they wanted to uh, not have a shootout, and it, it worked to their favor too because I think they do have the better defense. Yeah, exactly. And a smart game plan, especially on the road. You knew the environment was going to be really difficult, and I just can't help but think – this is Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning for the next, you know, dozen years. And they're just going to dominate the conference. Even, I mean, Herbert's the one guy I look at and think maybe he could get to that level. Burrow, Jackson, all these guys, Lawrence, I mean, are tremendous. But you're always going to be at a disadvantage against these teams. Even whenever they go out and move on from somebody like Tyreek, they're still not taking a step backwards. And their connections with Kelsey and Diggs, respectively, are outstanding i mean like they each have one whoopee which is great how about the philadelphia eagles on sunday night football beating the dallas cowboys and cooper rush coming back down to earth a little bit uh nice run for him cowboys are still in a really good spot probably looking like they'll get dak back and after seeing three picks from cooper rush after he had done so well not turning the ball over for a stretch of games there. I think it's the right time and they'll feel good about getting Dak in there. Maybe if he's only 99% and not a hundred percent, but he thinks he'll be ready to go. Um, but really the story is on the other side of the ball and how good the Philadelphia Eagles are playing, not only on offense and Jalen hurts. We've talked a lot about how good he's playing and, and he was 15 of 25, 104.6 passer rating, only 155 yards through the air, but a couple of touchdown passes facilitating his two, you know, best pass catchers there and A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith with five catches apiece, each with a touchdown reception. Uh, Dallas Goddard not as involved in this one, but it's the defense too with the Philadelphia Eagles that's really good. Like this team is like in the NFC, you look around and they're by themselves right now. Oh yeah, they're they're definitely by themselves. I think Dallas can get back to that level, especially with Dak and Cooper Rush did turn into a pumpkin a little bit, but they're asking a lot from him in this game, too. I mean, you're playing with a a deficit. Everyone knows you have to throw, Um, but you got to give the Eagles credit. I mean, everything with them starts at the line of scrimmage, and they're superb on both sides of the ball. By no means was it a coincidence that Dallas started to show life and get back in this thing once Lane Johnson went out. You know, Mike is just hanging out at that against those backup right tackles, eating them for lunch, and making plays that way. Dallas is just fine. I don't worry about them at all. They may even be fourth on my power ranks right now if I were to do one, especially with Dak looming. But how about the Eagles? I mean, they can just beat you so many ways. They can run it down your throat. And if you start doing that, you're going to get single against A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and Goddard and Hertz is playing very, very well. And now they have corners, you know, like Slay and Bradbury out there making plays left and right. I mean, you knew they had the the bulk in the middle of the defensive line. Now they have corners. Yeah, scary team playing yeah. at, a, at a really high level in the NFC that I feel like every week, Matt, the NFC looks worse and worse overall, too. It does. And there's, Bay, Rams, right. You know. And we'll get into that next with a ton of upsets uh, in week six, I think, of teams that, you know, maybe not massive upsets, but teams that you aren't sure about winning football games or winning football games right now. So we might have to reassess later on the week who's actually good. We've been asked that question every week, and the answer has been different, I think, every single week. Mm-hmm. And the reality is there's a couple of really good teams and a lot of other teams that it depends on the day, really. If, it really if does. It's just week to week. 
or not. So we will get to uh, the Steelers. Big win over the Buccaneers. Both New York teams victorious. Uh, Jets over the Packers. Wow. And then some, I mean, when you think the Panthers hit bottom, and they fire their head coach. Now they're kicking guys off the sideline. So a couple right, of right. players in that Panthers-Rams game uh, where there's going to be some, some guys in that are wearing new uniforms before the the trade, the, the trade deadline has come and gone, I think, in the NFL. I, I don't know if Robbie Anderson will last until people hear this podcast. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Robbie Anderson and, and Cam Akers, those two players right. might, might never wear those uniforms again and probably won't wear those uniforms ever again. Uh I want to let the folks out there know about new genics. And when you get a little bit older, right, you start getting towards 40, maybe even older than that. And you're trying to get back in shape. And it's like, well, this is, uh, this is a lot more difficult than it used to be to, to shed those five, 10 pounds that you want to, you know, to get rid of a little bit of that dad bod that starts to creep in. You don't have as much time to work out. You want the energy and the body you once had and you discovered, well, I guess there's not a lot of ways to help you get that. Nugenics can help you feel revived, working out like you used to. And it happens. You're, you're losing the testosterone, that man hormone that used to help you get there so much easier. When you were younger, uh, you were at the peak of your testosterone production, what some have called the winner's hormone as well. Wouldn't it be nice to get that winner's edge back again, get back that old swagger? Want more energy to counter the negative effects of aging? Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testafit will help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workouts, get you better results at the gym, and help you look and feel like the man you really want to be. While every product professes quality, many other products use generic ingredients that are often far less than clinical grade. With Nugenics Total T, you get the same clinical potency levels used in the trials. And Nugenics formulation is backed by 10 years of science and research. Nugenics Total T is the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. Now, get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T when you text NFL to 231-231. Text now, get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever with key ingredients to help you get into shape absolutely free. Text NFL to 231-231. That's text NFL to 231-231. Message and data rates apply. Terms uh, terms also apply. Available at nugenics.com slash terms. I just finished drinking some coffee, Matt. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was decaf coffee. It's my new routine because I don't want the caffeine crash anymore. I actually want real energy from real vitamins and whole food sourced superfoods. And I get it now from AG1. And you talk about fighting the the aging that happens in the body. I, I really realized once I started taking athletic greens, one delicious scoop of AG1 in the morning is all it takes. It's super easy, first of all. One time, first thing, get up, one scoop, glass of water, boom, done. 75 high-quality vitamins and minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. And I didn't realize how much I needed those vitamins still until I started taking AG1. AG1 is lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, no artificial anything in AG1, and it costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than that coffee habit, even though I still like the ritual of coffee. I just brew myself some decaf now, so I get a little bit of both. I get the best of both worlds because I love the taste of coffee. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and 
five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks again, everybody, for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure you check out NFL Key Predictions every Friday on the Locked On NFL channel. Get the inside scoop on the biggest games of the NFL weekend, including Sunday and Monday Night Football, plus betting advice from Bet Online. Follow NFL Key Predictions every Friday on Locked On NFL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. How about that? Panthers at Rams game we've got Cam Akers that's got something going on there behind the scenes uh he was out this week for personal reasons he's not going to take a snap again in a Rams uniform they're trying to trade him when that when it gets to that point where the team is like we are trying to trade this player that means he's probably going to get cut and nobody's going to trade for him right so I I think that might happen over the course of the next week or so because they're using up a roster spot for the guy and I don't think they're going to find many suitors but he's so talented Maybe a team throws a seventh rounder in there, still on his rookie contract, right? I think many mm-hmm. teams in the NFL could use someone with the talent of Cam Akers, but I don't know what the disconnect is. Are you getting damaged goods? Is he is he not in the right headspace? Because I, I have a hard time figuring out what's going on with Cam Akers in the Rams right now. Yeah, I wonder if there's injury underlying problems too. I mean, did he come back too early? He hasn't really looked good since he's returned. I, I think, you know, getting out of this environment, going to a new team, could be promising for him and you know coincidentally Carolina has some dudes that could be on the move too um all things considered I didn't think Carolina was terrible and I have great respect for their uh for their defense but it's amazing to me this team has five quarterbacks that like everyone knows you know Darnold Baker Corral Eason Walker like they all have some sort of pedigree and they have, n- and they really have none. You know, I mean, it, 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 and unfortunately, we saw a quarterback replacement in this game as well. Well, you know what they say, Matt? If yeah, you have, if, if you have five, two, if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. So what's that mean? If you have five, right? You have like <laughs> right. negative quarterbacks, right? Just keep, just keep taking a bite of the apple and hope you catch fire. And they're not get right game though for the Rams. You know, uh, threw the ball well, ran the ball well enough. I mean, considering how poorly they've run the ball this year, at least it was a step in the right direction. Allen Robinson caught passes. Amazing. How about that? And they just controlled the clock and were the better team pretty much from, you know, especially in the second half. And uh, teams that need to go shopping, they are going to stop off at the Carolina Panthers store first, I think. And Robbie Anderson's Mm -hmm. probably going to be the first one to go. There's talk of Chris McCaffrey. Maybe McCaffrey and the Rams. Maybe that's one that that makes sense. I think that's on me, too. I still think McCaffrey's cap hit for the Panthers is too much for them to just let him go. And I don't think they're uh, there was uh, NFL Network said that they were looking for two first round picks. That's just not going to happen. No way. Multiple first round picks, I think, was the the terminology used there for Chris McCaffrey. That is not going to happen. I throw, you know, a a day three pick their way, uh, you know, maybe a third rounder at most because of his contract. And I don't know that, that, that doesn't seem like it's very likely to happen at all uh, for Christian McCaffrey, but who knows, maybe, you know, I know some NFL teams um, prioritize running backs more than I would. So mm-hmm. maybe they, they think there's a lot more value there for uh, Christian McCaffrey with his injury history and his contract, but he would look good playing for one of those teams that squared off in Kansas city this past week. Though That's true. Yeah. That I might be enough to throw the balance. Maybe the yeah. Bills- Look, I don't care. We're trying to win the Super Bowl here. Right, right. We have pick 32, right? Right. You give you 32, and we'll put uh, a couple rings on our finger, you know? Right. Uh, if, as long as they ever, and the, the cap actually works for a, a team that's trading for Chris McCaffrey this right, year. Right, we just have to right. figure out what to do in the future and, you know, uh, restructure or whatever. Maybe they want to pay $12 million a year for 
for McCaffrey, but there's no guarantees there. So that works for the buying team, but I just don't know if the Panthers are looking enough for a return to eat that money. Mm-hmm. But uh, so many players on that roster. So there's going to be uh, some teams that come calling. And Robbie Anderson, who knows? Maybe the Green Bay Packers. How about the Green Bay Packers falling to the New York Jets? How about those New York Jets, Matt? The New York Jets now at four and two on the season with a better record than those Green Bay Packers that have fallen to three and three. A 27 to 10 win, pouring it on in the second half with the Jets on the road at Green Bay. I honestly feel like if the Jets and Packers played 111 times, New York wins 70 some. I mean, like, I think they're better than Green Bay. I'm officially worried about the Packers. I'm officially worried about Aaron Rodgers. I'm a little bit worried about Tom Brady, too. And it dawned on me kind of watching this game that maybe, I mean, just maybe the best offseason strategy to become a better player isn't eating a bunch of, mu- bunch of mushrooms and, you know, <laughs> Maybe not, you know, I mean, I know he can do it every once, but he's not elevating anyone around him. They're not running the ball at all. And to your point, the Jets are building something, you know, sauce and Quinn and Williams has two sacks in this game and they got dudes. They got big time receivers. Brees Hall looks like clearly the rookie of the year now. I mean, he's on that path and, you know, hey, it, Zach Wilson only throws the ball 18 times. Great. That's Aaron Rodgers had a QBR of 16.9. Oh, Quinn, wow. Yeah, Quinn and Williams was doing a number up front on, yeah. um, on the Packers offensive line. That's the recipe you want if you are the Jets to not have to put the game on your young quarterback's yeah. shoulders, be able to run the football, be able to play some defense. So the Jets are humming right now. Four they two, are. New York Jets, second place in the AFC East. And Matt, your Steelers uh were able to to uh to come back or did they come back? It was kind of like a tight one all, all game long. Yeah, there was a lot of field goals back and forth. Yeah. You know, Steelers actually scored a touchdown in the first quarter. That's the first time that's happened in like a year and a half. It's insane. Uh, we did see Kenny Pickett leave the game with an injury, correct? Concussion. And, Concussion and, yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know, who knows how long that's going to last for him. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't Mr. Trubisky coming in, replacing Kenny no. Pickett, but. He did the job. Twenty to eighteen win for the Steelers over the Buccaneers. And how, are the are the Bucks in more trouble, or are the Packers in more trouble right now? I think the Bucks are in a much better spot than the Packers. However, speaking of off season regimens, you know, doing a bunch of shrooms. Tom Brady was at <laughs> Mister Kraft's wedding Saturday night, the, the night yeah. before the game, and we know he's going through a lot of stuff off the field. You know, he just leaves town during camp, like. These aren't Brady-like decisions. I mean, i he's the GOAT. I get all that. Is his heart really in it? You know, I mean, he's barking at his offensive lineman, and I'm kind of thinking maybe you should look in the mirror too. Not that he's, you know, a bad player, but he's, he misses his share of throws as well. Something's missing with Tampa and Green Bay. I trusted Tampa to get it right before I do Green Bay. I thought the Bucks would win this game by 30. I thought it'd be as ugly as Steelers-Bills. The Steelers in other top three corners. I mean, it's hard to win without a top corner or two, let alone your top three. No Fryermuth, of course, no Watt, guys like that. Pickett gets hurt halfway through. Trubisky actually outplayed him and was very impressive on his 12 throws. He wasn't the sh- didn't play in a shell for the first time I've seen him in a Steeler uniform. He had nothing to lose, and he's slugging around. I mean, I don't think the Steelers win this game five out of ten times, but – Believe it or not, they're only a game back in the AFC North, which is bonkers. Right. And I think T.J. Watt, don't tell anyone, but I think T.J. Watt will be back next week. Ooh, there you go. Okay, that's yeah. just what that defense needed. A nice performance from that defense, too, 
in this game. And you look around the Falcons beating the 49ers 28-14. A lot of injuries on that 49ers roster right now, but so much parity around the NFL. Like, you know, if you're not the Eagles or the Bills, uh, I can't just pencil in a W for you. No, against anybody. Yeah, and especially in the NFC. Right. I mean, well, maybe the Giants, they can beat anybody. The Giants <laughs> next. Let's talk about those New York Giants okay, okay. next, defeating the Baltimore Ravens. And then uh, there is, I think, one big apology coming from Matt Williamson oh, in the, the final yeah. segment here coming up as well. I don't think he even realized it himself, but uh, it might be coming. So uh, yeah, we'll get into that next. Prize picks, daily fantasy made easy. How does prize picks work? Well, it could not be easier. Pick two to five players. If they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. For example, Monday Night Football tonight. You think maybe uh, Justin Herbert goes big against the Broncos at home. Well, you can pick the higher number on passing yards or any of the stats that they have available with the projections at prize picks and it's not just nfl projections either you can play tons of sports on prize picks this is daily fantasy this is every single day it's a brand new season for you every day no matter the sport nfl college football nba major league baseball nhl pga you've got uh, motor sports combat sports disc golf cricket and even more tennis you name it they've got projections at prize picks and you're not competing against other people it's just against those projections no sharks in the pool and the fantasy pool like you can find at some places you're playing against thousands of other people some of them with multiple entries no it's just you and you pick the projections that you want to go more or less than at prize picks withdrawals are safe and fast entries can be made in up to 60 seconds or less and currently operational these prize picks in 30 states and canada Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50 more to play with. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Okay, uh, I think I, I, mean, I hope we have enough time left in this podcast, Matt. And I don't know how long this is going to take for you, but I think it's time for you to apologize to Bailey Zappi, the New England Patriots uh, fan base, yeah. and the Bailey Zappi family with the Patriots beating the Browns 38 15. Bailey Zappi going 300 yards and a couple of tutties in this one. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to say he's good. I'm just not. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I <laughs> Did I sell him short? Absolutely. This was my turn into a pumpkin game. I thought Zappi and Brissett, especially against Belichick, who drafted him, would both really just fall to earth in a big way. Not the case at all. I mean, Zappi is a very, very quick processor. He doesn't have really any other tools than that. Sorry. But I also think this is an indictment once again on the Browns defense, which is in the conversation right now with like Seattle and Detroit as the worst in the league. And I give the the Patriots credit though. I mean, 28 second half points, Ramondre Stevenson blowing up featuring Hunter Henry. You know I mean? He, he was a real contributor was nice to get the rookie back Thornton, bring a little juice to the party on this defense. And, you know, no shock. This team's pretty well coached. This kind of what a lot of folks have been waiting for with Ramondre Stevenson, but do they go back to the committee? Is this the time that you trade away in your fantasy leagues, Ramondre Stevenson, now that he's shown it? 
I ooh, I don't. I mean, I, they're the hardest team in the league to believe when it comes to injuries. Like they made mm-hmm. it sound like Harris could have played yesterday. Yeah, I, I don't think he had any chance. I thought it was like a three to four week injury. So I think Stevenson's still going to be the guy for a little while. Okay. Any thought of not making Mac Jones a starter? None for me. But okay. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Matt still not jumping on the Bailey Zappy train. That's no, good. Performance. I'm not. Good performance for the young. It man. was. Yeah. Uh, the Patriots. Patriots could be a long-term backup. We're trying to bury the Patriots because of their roster. They've got a rookie fifth-round quarterback in there, Bailey Zappi. Was he fifth-rounder or sixth-rounder? Fifth-rounder, I think. Fifth, yeah. And they're three and three. Like the, you know, Right. They're in it. The Patriots are in it. They can sneak in the playoffs yet again. Um, I think Cleveland's in a really bad spot, too. I mean, Brissett yeah. didn't play great. I mean, I'm not saying he turned into a pumpkin, but... 70 rushing yards by the Browns with the best rushing attack in the league. I mean, that kind of sums it all up with, you know, one of the worst defenses out there. They're in a bad spot. I mean, I think it's going to be a long stretch here until Watson shows up and it'll be too little too late. You know who's in a good spot? The 5-1 and one New York Giants. Sure are. Defeated the Baltimore Ravens. And, Matt, you get the feeling this is not going to stop. Brian Dable's got this team playing and winning football games. 24-20, Giants 5-1, and one, Ravens now 3-3. Three and three, And right in the middle of that mix with just about everybody else in the AFC. Yeah, I mean, they're 5-1, and one, but they've outscored their opponents by 13 total points. I mean, and the Ravens, on the other hand, are just losing these heartbreaking type of games. You know, I mean, close games, the Ravens find a way to lose. Close games, the Giants find a way to win. You got to give this coaching staff, though, just immense credit. What they're getting out of Daniel Jones. I mean, Barkley's the guy everyone keys on, but they still get enough from the rest of the team. It was nice to see Wondell Robinson in the mix. I mean, a, a legit type of guy that could, should get plenty of targets. Are you worried about the Ravens? I, I feel like there's a path for him to get better. You know, you get... Rashad Bateman's got a foot injury. You get him yeah. back and just give more weapons on the offensive side of the ball. J.K. Dobbins only 2.1 yards per carry on his seven carries in this game. It, it was Kenyon Drake either. with yeah. 10 carries for 119. Can they figure out their backfield? Because this a team, obviously, that wants to run the ball as much as any team in the league. More weapons for Lamar. Do they get healthier, play better down the stretch? I feel like they can. I feel like if you play a lot of these close games, the Ravens would win more than they would lose, but they've been losing some of these close ones. So I feel okay about the Ravens, but, you know, and and they're they're not in a place where, you know, at three and three they're five hundred. You know, they can go win a whole bunch of games and and still win that division. And the division is imminently winnable right now too. Which which helps. I mean, they're tied for first place still. So I feel I feel pretty right, good right. about the Ravens, and I feel like they're a team that can be better in the second half than they were in the first half. I, I tend to agree. This might be a Robbie Anderson landing spot. I mean, I feel like that would be helpful. You know, a long field stretcher type. They could use that. Congrats to Wandale Robinson, his first yep. career touchdown, getting involved in this game. So uh, that was that was nice to see. Um, yeah, I mean, be, if they could get Tony out there too, I mean, really develops so guys like Bellinger look like keepers. So yeah, O lines coming around. You know, they're uh, they're going to be a playoff team. They're five and one. I mean, they're going to be a playoff team. And uh, another rookie. I mean, the, the rookies making an impact for this team. It was Kayvon Thibodeau with the big. Game oh, yeah, pitching yeah. strip sack at the end of that one. So rookies yep. showing up now for Big those deal. Giants. And they're they might as well play them all. I mean, it's funny, like them and the Falcons, most of us assume would be like the worst teams in the league. And I'm sure if you gave them true serum, they're like, Yeah, we're not gonna win many games this year. This is a rebuild, you know, we're getting our cap right, all that. They're both competitive. More than competitive. 
more than competitive. Yeah. We had the Seahawks over the Cardinals 19 to nine. That was somewhat of an ugly one in the afternoon. Um, the Bengals did get by the Saints. The Bengals now at three and three, 30 to 26, the final mm-hmm. score there. The Saints are in a bad spot. They can't even figure out who they want their quarterback to be. They actually uh, a healthy scratch or basically uh, benched James Winston now for, for Andy Dalton. Seems that say, way. Yeah. And they're two and four now on the season. And then you had the uh, Minnesota Vikings defeating the Dolphins 24 16. Bridgewater didn't start, but he was still able to play. Weird situation with the quarterbacks now in Miami. And now they're at three and three with the Vikings at five and one on the year. Yeah. A third straight game, the Dolphins starting quarterback didn't finish the game. I mean, and non coincidentally, you're, you started out three and zero. Now you're zero and th- you know zero and three in your last three. Um, Waddle and Tyreek had big games, but Waddle also had a couple drops that were costly to say the least. Um, Dolphins O line is becoming a problem in a big way all of a sudden as well. Uh, Zadarius Smith was just wrecking the place, and I think the Vikings are a good example of. Are they good? You know, like I'm sure in power ranks across the internet tomorrow, the Vikings will probably be fourth behind the big three in, in a lot of spots. I don't know if I'm on board with that or not, but they're five and one and they're probably going to the playoffs too. And real quick, the only game we hadn't mentioned yet was the Colts getting things right. Mm. It looked like after getting blanked by the Jaguars, 34 points up on them. Colts now three, two and one 34, 27 win over the Jaguars. Matt Ryan throwing it 58 times, 300 plus yards, couple of touchdown passes, including the game winner to rookie Alec Pierce. I think this is huge for them. First time their offense has not looked like junk and it didn't even have Taylor. Pittman had a big game. Ryan had a big game. I thought Jacksonville would be better than this. I'm, I, was, I think I might be wrong on them. They may be a year away from being a year away. You know, it's funny. I picked up Jacksonville's defense to replace Pittsburgh Steelers defense and Jaguars got me negative points and the Steelers <laughs> went out and held Tom Brady under 20 points. Didn't see either one of those things coming. Did not see it. A lot happens every week that we do not see coming, but we'll continue to have it all covered for you back tomorrow right here. Peacock and Williamson.